0: Welcome to Kaiseki Anime, where we air new episodes every other Monday. Kaiseki covers currently airing anime, older series seen recently, and other relevant topics for the season. I'm your host, Marina, of the blog Anime BMB, and with me is my co host, Draggle, of the cleverly titled Draggle's Anime Blog.
1: This week, we discussed the fall 2020 anime. So, uh, what a year.
0: That's a really light way to say it, but yes, what a year 2020 has been, and we're about to wrap it up now with some anime, which is the best way to wrap up 2020, I think. Yeah,
1: this was a bit of a slow season, I thought. Wait, really? I thought so. You did
0: mm. Well, maybe slow in like good shows that I wanted to watch, but there were certainly a lot of shows.
1: Yeah, there were a lot of shows. Most of them were garbage. Yeah. <laughs>
0: That is not a lie.
1: I watched more of the garbage than you did, like usual. I think
0: quarantine or like staying at home probably encouraged you to do this. Maybe,
1: Uh, maybe. I don't know. I feel like I've been not watching less anime since I have been home.
0: I feel like before now, you were improving a little bit on dropping. Shows that you thought were going to be a waste of time or that were going to be boring. Like, I know you like bad shows, like actively entertainingly bad shows, but I thought you were improving on just not dealing with the ones that were bleh.
1: I was, yeah, that's true. I what probably happened? should have dropped more. I've kind of failed this season.
0: <laughs> All right, do you want to go ahead and start then?
1: Yeah, let's start with a show that I should have dropped last season. Oh, a Salt Bouquet. <laughs>
0: Wait, I thought you were having a fun time with the like the first couple episodes of this.
1: I was, but then it I don't know. It was just boring.
0: It became boring.
1: It became boring. Not much happened. There's like way too many characters and they all look the same and they're all kind of dull. And then they they like hug each other and talk about their feelings and stuff. And the whole plot is they fight these uh giant monsters, very creatively named Huge with their uh, giant magic swords, sword guns, which also has some silly name. Oh, yeah, Charms. They're called Charms, all capitals. And they, uh, they're they all lesbians, and they fight the monsters, and it's just kind of boring. It sounds like it shouldn't be, but it is.
0: Yeah, I thought it looked like it would be sort of fun, action-packed at the start, and then it would have lots of lovey-lovey moments that would entertain you, but if it became boring after that, there's just no helping it. <laughs>
1: Yeah, the lovey-lovey moments were just not that interesting, because none of the characters were too interesting. And then the fighting scenes were kind of bad. It's just like they scream really loud, and they use their power move, and some flashy lights show up.
0: All right, so would you recommend this show or nah?
1: No, I don't recommend it. You made the right choice of dropping it. I assume Of course you I did. I, didn't I, actually I did ask. drop it, yes. Okay, yes, I assumed you would have. Good choice. So I think you watched the next show, which was my biggest mistake of the season.
0: Wait, what? What do you mean your biggest mistake? By the grace of the gods is what we're talking about, but why is not a mistake?
1: Oh my god, that was the most boring thing I watched all season. This is the one where like he raises slimes, right?
0: Yeah, but I didn't think it was boring, it was just so good-natured and sweet, and there wasn't really any serious conflict between him and other people. There was just, like, problems to solve, which were usually solved by his slimes. Yes. Yes.
1: Uh, Every episode is the same. It's like, there's some problem. He solves it with his slimes, and everyone, like, claps and talks about how amazing he is.
0: I don't think that's that's not necessarily true. Like, I think they're obviously impressed because he looks like a child, right? And acts yeah. more like an adult like children yeah. would have these ideas and these abilities but what I thought was more unnatural like in addition to him being uh like having the a mind of an adult and the body of a child is just like how good spirited everybody is everyone's just so damn nice
1: exactly it's there's such good people
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: it's so boring
0: I didn't think it was boring I thought it was actually very cute but it was definitely like very sweet cotton candy. And if that's not your style, then this probably isn't your show.
1: Yeah. This the show, I hated it so much that I would have rather watched Arya.
0: What? Holy crap. <laughs> I mean, I think Arya is actually very well written. The character interactions are fantastic. And if you would just give it a chance, you would appreciate it. But this one, this one is just like, yeah, I guess it's, it could be probably forgettable. I just thought it was a nice, Change of pace to see people just having good faith in one another and being nice to one another, especially with how 2020 has been. Yeah. So this is almost like an alternate reality of like how people can be if we were actually not dicks to one another.
1: That's true. Although he's not, he's not, I feel like he's not very creative in his solution. What do
0: you mean? I mean,
1: he goes to some other, he goes to some other world and his like greatest idea is to get rich by starting a laundry service.
0: Like, well, I mean, it's on. just capitalizing upon something that he is good at, which is like making those slimes and he made those cleaner slimes. And so, and it's a, it's a need, right? And I feel like a lot of people growing up, this is something that's true, I think, here in the U.S. especially, is there's like a lower appreciation for tradesman jobs. Like, this is the kind of work that someone's got to do, Draggle. And obviously there was a need, right? That's why he's, he's so popular.
1: He's not doing the work. He's a business owner. He's yeah, small he is a business, business owner, owner, which is
0: no small task either. Like he's
1: a job creator,
0: right? <laughs> and you need people to do that too.
1: I guess so. I guess you've so.
0: got you've got to have someone to provide that. And he saw where there was a need, and he had the ability to make it happen, and so he made it happen. Why you gotta hate on him?
1: Uh, I don't know.
0: I thought you would appreciate the fact that he even had, like, employee housing, and he cared about fair wages. Like, I thought those were all things that you would approve of.
1: I guess. I feel like it's apolog- how do you say it? Apologia for the capitalist class.
0: I don't know. I think that you're just, like, you want something (laughs) to be mad at. And, like, the fact that he was doing all the right things and being so kind about it, and everyone was working so well together, that's boring to you. Exactly.
1: You understand me.
0: Mm Mm-hmm. But- I think he was doing good things, and I I had fun with the show, even if it was pretty one-note.
1: Yeah. Well, let's move on to another show that showed people getting on together and living in harmony by uh, getting naked and uh, beating each other silly uh, Golden Kamuy season three.
0: Yes, beating each other silly with a bunch of dick jokes.
1: Ah, <laughs> uh, it was amazing. I loved it. this. Was the best show this season
0: easily. As one note, as by the grace of the gods, is Golden Kamuy is on the total opposite side of a spectrum to where like. It's got good-hearted people, right? But it also has some people who are bent on revenge, have conflicting feelings between like caring for one another, but also wanting their revenge, right? And their own selfish desires. And it has a lot of body jokes, right?
1: Yes. Lots of big Russians.
0: Lots of big Russians, lots of big Japanese, lots of um nudity and dick jokes. And just basically, it's very vulgar, but it's so enjoyably so vulgar. <laughs>
1: It was amazing. And it's like vulgar. It's funny. It's very educational. You learn all about these foods. And it covers a topic that like no other anime is uh, brave enough to tackle.
0: Honestly, yeah.
1: The time between the Meiji restoration and World War Two. There's always a big gap there.
0: The time period is fascinating. So whenever they go into like the history, and the cultures, like the clashing cultures of those countries that are, you know, overlapping or bordering one another, it's really interesting.
1: It is, yeah, and uh, you even see like the main characters are a bunch of that I knew.
0: Yeah, and then like seeing how like they're of mixed descent, right, and how that's shaped them growing up, and yeah. and driven them to what they're doing now, it's all fascinating.
1: Yeah, and then at the same time, it's hilarious, and uh, sometimes it like it's so touching, it makes you cry. Like the episode about Surumi's backstory, that was so good.
0: Yeah, I was actually surprised that they went into some of the side characters' backgrounds like that, but I really appreciate they did. And It didn't feel like, you know, how sometimes when um, other shows do that, it just feels like they're sort of trying to stretch the story. Yeah, or trying to make material where there is, you know, they're lacking material. It doesn't feel that way in Kamoi.
1: No, absolutely not.
0: Um, so I thought it was it was really great to see Surumi, but then also some of the other characters.
1: Yeah, her father. Those revolutionary people. Well, like the sniper,
0: right? Uh, What's his name? Okata? Yes. Okata is fascinating. I agree. And like, I know he's... See, I can't make up my mind, because he's an ass, right? And he seems to lack empathy.
1: He's a total psychopath, yeah. He's
0: a psychopath, but then I can also... Even though he lacks empathy and he is that way, I still sort of feel for him after seeing his past.
1: Totally. There's definitely a reason he became a psychopath.
0: Yeah. And like even learning the story behind the whole revolution, right? Mm-hmm. With her father and and what's his name? Is it Kirodonke? Uh, Kirodonke. Yeah. Yeah, um all of that backstory of things that had happened before. Like that was super interesting and I still feel like even though like there's definitely going to be a season 4, right?
1: I hope so. I don't think they announced anything, but
0: they haven't I haven't seen anything, but where they ended? There's definitely more happening. Like, they're not done.
1: Oh, I feel like they could have three more seasons if they wanted to.
0: Yeah. And I hope they will. Me too. (laughs) Yeah, it's
1: been amazing.
0: But from start to finish, like, even though this is already, like, what, the third season? Yep. It's just been rock solid since the beginning. And every episode has been really well crafted. And I haven't laughed so much in a show before. (laughs)
1: Even The Bear was amazing.
0: Even the no, no. Let's forget about the bear. <laughs> <laughs> okay, what about this next show, Gymnastic Samurai? Did you finish this?
1: I'm ashamed to admit that I finished it and I liked it, and I liked it a lot, even though it was a sports anime.
0: Gymnastic Samurai is interesting, right? Because it doesn't really have a lot of what you dislike about sports anime right
1: exactly like what is it what is it it. that
0: you think you're able to enjoy in the show that kept you from like seeing it like other sports shows
1: i feel like a lot of sports shows are the same story like there's some new guy to the sport and then he gets into it with his senpai and then he like overcomes some challenge and he makes friends and enters lots of tournaments this one is not like that at all he like enters a tournament and the tournament takes maybe like five minutes the The focus is more on the characters than on the sport. And it's a very different uh, setting in that it's a character who's like kind of fastest prime in doing gymnastics.
0: actually, I thought that was a topic that would bother you to a certain extent because of how you've sort of explained things about other sports shows. Oh, uh, why? Um, I feel like whenever there is like the topic comes up of like trying hard, like doing something. Because you feel like you have to win and mm-hmm. doing something just for the fun of it and not caring the quality of what you're doing. I feel like we've always come to head with this topic because usually I'm on the side of supporting, like wanting to win that competitive spirit. Like I understand that desire Um coupled with also like to win. You also have to be good, right? You have to care mm-hmm. about being good. And then I feel like you're normally on the side of, well, it doesn't fucking matter We're just here to have fun, and if it's not fun, why care? Like, let's just move on, right? Well,
1: in my defense, most of the sports shows are about middle schoolers.
0: Yeah, and you think that they're too young to feel like that, right?
1: Yes. So this guy is an adult. If he wants to care about gymnastics, more power to him.
0: But what if these kids in middle school also want to care? It's not like a lot of them aren't being forced into it, right? The way that the show writes them is that they actually do care. Yeah,
1: I guess that's true.
0: And that's their choice, right? Now, that's, like, the adults in their lives can either support this or try to, like, give them other healthy venues for their attention.
1: Yeah. But this guy, like, he cares, but it's not the only thing in his life that matters. Right.
0: right? He has like, his he daughter. he also has his daughter. Yeah. He
1: has the ninja guy. He does other things, right? Besides gymnastics. This is true. And He's reaching the point where he's not gonna be the best anymore and he knows that and he has to find still like find meaning in his life outside of being the best at gymnastics.
0: I think that's a good way to describe it, like why it's different for you in this case. Yeah. I, I did really enjoy like the individual character stories. I was wondering how you felt about <laughs> the ballerina, the ninja character.
1: I thought he was the weakest part of the show to be. I honest.
0: figured he would say that, but did he you wasn't still bad, but like him at the end?
1: Oh, I liked him. He's, he's funny. But it, it kind of felt like that was sort of tacked on to the whole gymnastics thing.
0: A little bit, right? I know they brought him in from the very beginning, right? Cause he's been there through basically the whole journey.
1: He was, yeah.
0: But he always felt a little bit like a comic relief character, even though this show already had plenty of comedy elsewhere, right? I felt yeah. like he was sort of that oddity.
1: I, I never felt like I could take his Valerina thing seriously. <laughs>
0: I did really enjoy those moments of silence, like after, you know, he's done with his gymnastics practice and he would come back and in the dark room, they see Leo dancing, right? I thought that was mm-hmm. nice. Yeah. But you still can take him seriously at that point. I mean,
1: I, I sort of could. I just thought he, he was not as fully developed as the gymnastics part.
0: Yeah. And that kind of makes sense though, right? Because you need to look at their, resolve their mental fortitude and that was something that was noted as his weakness right was that he just wasn't prepared mentally to deal with all the expectations that people threw at him versus obviously our samurai like this is something that he's been doing a long time this is something Mm -hmm. that you know he's dedicated his whole life to and he faces it like head on no matter what other people think
1: right he was fine
0: yeah i'm really glad at the end that he came back to watch I wasn't sure it was going to happen, honestly.
1: Yeah, it was a good ending. I think my favorite part was the daughter.
0: She's a great character. I think like the way they wrote her and like just everything about her. I guess she's really mature for her age, but they didn't like make it unnaturally so. Like you still see that childish side of her when she's upset that, you know, she's not going to see her dad on her birthday and dealing with her classmates.
1: She's clearly still a little kid, but very mature for her age.
0: Yeah, and I think they wrote that well into the show and portrayed that.
1: Yeah, usually in anime, the little girl is just some perfect angel who uh, never does anything wrong and is really stupid and just smiles cutely all the time.
0: Yeah, I mean, we see her actually mess up, right? And then the bird almost dies. Big bird. Yeah. (laughs) Very (laughs) weird bird. Bird, (laughs) He was a weird bird. (laughs) Yeah, right? Yeah. But overall, I thought this was a really strong show, and I think it was a perfect length, too. So uh, like, there's no need for a sequel or anything. I thought it was well wrapped up, but then it's like, what, 12, 13 episodes? Yeah, I
1: agree. It stood on its own perfectly.
0: Now the question is, does this next show do the same?
1: I still don't see the point of Higurashi when they cry, go.
0: I'm going to give you permission to spoil things, yeah. even though I do plan on finishing this, but I just... I totally fell behind. There are other shows I was more interested in and I felt like I had already been saturated with the Higurashi shows from previous years, you know? So I didn't have that drive to finish this new version of whatever. But tell me a little bit about it.
1: It's basically, supposedly it's a sequel, not a remake, but it's basically a remake <laughs> of the original. It's like, it's different in some, some trivial ways and the animation is worse. And it doesn't have as good a sense of horror, and it kind of like assumes you already know what's happening, which I just don't get it. Like, if you're gonna watch Higurashi, I think you should watch the original.
0: Well, and this is still ongoing, isn't it? It's not done yet.
1: Yeah, it's still ongoing. So maybe it'll be different, more more different later.
0: Are you gonna stay with it?
1: I'm still watching it, but I'm kind of like skim watching it, I guess.
0: Which is a shame because. I mean, I think we both loved the original series a lot, right? Yeah. And so to like have that attitude towards this remake-slash-sequel, to me, is kind of sad.
1: It is kind of sad. But my despair caused me to read the Umi manga, which was amazing.
0: Was it better than the TV series? I think we've talked about this before.
1: Oh, the TV series sucked. Yeah, it was so much better. And the okay. TV series like barely got to the start of the story
0: well okay this is ongoing so we're probably going to talk about it at the review of the next season which is you know the winter 2021 season um and i'm i still plan on finishing this so i'm sure we'll come back to it
1: okay yeah i will probably finish it but
0: (laughs) Yeah. Um, I'm standing on a million lives this is the next show we're talking about. And this is something I think that surprised both of us. We were both impressed by its ability to capture our interest despite a questionable premise and meh, like art style graphics, whatever. Like, at a glance, this isn't anything special, but it's interesting.
1: It is. And it's really like kind of a dark isekai where it is the main characters. They all kind of suck in different ways.
0: They do. Like, honestly, do you like any of these people, really?
1: <laughs> I I like the the Fujoshi girl. I know I you like the Fujoshi that.
0: girl, but I still <laughs> think that she's a bitch. They're like, what's that? like? I just she's so selfish. She doesn't really care about anyone else.
1: Oh yeah, she's a bitch. That's why I like her.
0: I yeah, you tend to like those kinds of characters.
1: Yes, but I, I agree, she's a horrible mm-hmm. person.
0: This show isn't done though, right? Like, it is done, but they didn't actually finish anything at the end.
1: Uh, they they announced the second season. Oh, they did. There's like a break between the seasons, I think.
0: Oh, that's excellent because like I wanted to know all the stuff, the forbid- foreboding things they talked about at the start, right? Yes. The revelation that they made at the near the end of the show that this is not just a virtual world like he expected. This is not a game like he expected, right? Mm-hmm. I want to see this wrap up, like really wrap up.
1: Yeah, I'm I'm looking forward to the second season too. Same.
0: Was it just a single season break? Like, is it going to be here in the spring? That's
1: what I thought, but don't quote me on that. Well, Don Machi... I feel like this show, like, every season does this thing where it starts out super interesting from the first episode, and then it just, like, drags on and on and bores me out of my mind.
0: Wait, like, you felt that way about the previous seasons of Don Machi? Yeah,
1: from what I remember.
0: Oh. Even the previous one with the, uh... "Quote unquote prostitute guess, fox girl."
1: Yeah, the the prostitute fox girl arc that was okay. Mm-hmm. But aside from that, the first episode keeps giving me like these high expectations. Like this one, it had the monsters are sentient and they can they're intelligent monsters. Right. And how does that change things? And apparently the way it changes things is, uh, we learned that all of our main characters, except the one we thought was, like, evil, the guy with always wearing the hoodie standing on the big throne, are kind of horrible racists.
0: Kind of, right? Like, after, like, seeing them talk about this, you have the other familias, right? And I'm just like, wow, they're extremely close-minded.
1: Yeah, they're all horrible. And, like, no one seems to realize this. I- I'm not even sure the author realizes it. And it-, it still seems like the guy who's trying to protect the intelligent monsters is supposed to be, like,
0: some the bad guy. evil guy. But he isn't. I mean, not that we've seen. He doesn't seem evil.
1: From what I've seen, he's, like, the only decent person in this whole universe. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, I mean, Belle. Bell is trying, right? And like Bell's family, they support him and they see for themselves. You know, they meet these monsters for themselves. I think while it seems horrible at a glance from us, because to us, this is all fantasy. You know, we see a lot of monsters who are actually good people. You have to sort of put yourself in the adventurer's shoes, right? Mm-hmm. Like this is a world where for the longest time, for generations upon generations, Monsters didn't think they were just mindlessly killing machines, right? That you also uh, farmed for materials or whatever.
1: Yeah. But you think, like, if you talk to an intelligent monster who's also a cute girl, you might change your mind.
0: Maybe. But the problem is, is, like, how they see her, right? And if they get the chance to talk to her before that happens. A lot of them, I think, react quickly before they actually see and hear for themselves. Right. Because it's just been like bred so long into them to you gotta kill before you are killed.
1: Yeah, but even like Belle's family after they meet her, they're still kind of hesitant about whether they should let her live or not.
0: Right, because they're like, oh, she can turn on us at any time. Oh, she's, you know, it doesn't change the fact that she is what she is. Exactly. Although the question is like, I think it's valid. I mean, when she lost her jewel right she kind of went ballistic mm-hmm. and so like maybe that could have happened later on or like from some other circumstance and she could have killed someone but i mean who's to say like a human's not going to do something if they yeah. you know if they go crazy but
1: I-, I lost a lot of respect for most of the cast
0: it is a shame because there are a lot of characters i thought would be accepting of it who weren't like eyes you know
1: yeah she was she came across horribly in this
0: I mean, she she comes to realization, I think, a little bit after she sees the way Belle's protected by them, right? But it was a long time getting there, and it was like, wow, you have a really thick skull.
1: Yeah. But, yeah, I don't know. I think if this gets another season, I might not watch it.
0: You're going to at least watch the first episode, which might be interesting, right? And then you're going to get roped into watching the rest of the season in the hopes that it will be like that first episode.
1: Crap, you know me too well.
0: I mean, yes, you watch other shows that are far less interesting.
1: That's for sure. At least I this one, you can be mad at and disappointed at, right? That's true. It was fun being angry at this.
0: <laughs> okay, but we can't say the same for the next one because I know you don't find it interesting, even though I think it's pretty fantastic.
1: No, I did not watch it all. Is the Order of Rabbit
0: Blue. Bloom, which is the third season of the Gochusa franchise, and I think I must have been crazy. When I watched the first couple episodes of this, well, just the first episode, I remember tweeting that I was disappointed that it was just like a, a rehash of what I loved about the first two seasons because mm. I think I must have been distracted. Because when I actually sat down and focused on like the subsequent episodes, like, I love this show still. Okay. And like the characters are funny. They're, they're not, they're not just one no. Like I think you just, I don't
1: know. This one with the cute girls working at the cafe. That's right. And one of them has rabbit ears or something.
0: Uh, Like, she doesn't actually have rabbit ears. I think one of them wears them as part of her work uniform. Okay. The cafe that you're talking about that is owned by the family is that I think the grandfather was transformed into an actual rabbit. Hmm. That's the one that she always wears on her head.
1: Interesting. Okay. Yes. I don't remember much of this.
0: No, uh, it's okay. <laughs> I know that um it's hard to jump into this show if you haven't I think seen the first season because while it's like a lot of fluffy stuff and you might consider it kind of slice of lifey, it still has a lot of expectations that you know things from the previous seasons right. like cause they don't explain the whole grandfather thing being a rabbit,
1: <laughs> yeah, honestly, I didn't even try to watch this because I knew I wouldn't like it.
0: You didn't give it a chance,
1: no. Well, I gave the first season, the first episode, a chance.
0: First episode alone, I think, is not good enough for a lot of these types of shows, so your opinion is invalid. (laughs) Okay, fine. (laughs) (laughs) I think that this has such charming, such sweet, and actually funny moments that I think it's a shame that you don't ever get to see, because you just don't give it a chance.
1: Uh, I'm so sad.
0: The characters can have such silly, dark moments, too. Like, it's not all sweet fluffy candy that i mean they turn it that way at the end but there are some legitimately funny twisted sides to their to their humor hmm. and honestly another reason why i really like this show is because this is sort of uh, another alternate dream of mine like i think that business that is a coffee shop by day and a bar by night is fantastic it's like a dream come true
1: so this is why you're defending the laundry shop entrepreneurship what it's your dream to start a business
0: uh i don't know if i want to start a business like i think it would be fun to like work there as like an employee but i don't i i know that that's just like rose tinted glasses because like all their customers are great people right and they always look like they're having fun at the job but i've worked in food industry service and customer service and i know that people are not all fun (laughs) and it would be far less fun than it looks like it is in the show
1: you're gonna get like all anti-maskers
0: yeah, yeah, and they're going to be all pissed that I'm taking too long to make their their latte or something.
1: Exactly. And then if you want to work in both the cafe and the bar, you'll have to work like 12 hours or something.
0: Yeah, I mean, and you'd pick one or the other, right? That's why the girls, the girls are the ones who typically run the cafe during the day. Mm-hmm. And then her father is the one who's like the bartender by night.
1: Mm, I see. Good. I'm glad that they don't overwork themselves.
0: No, I mean, because they're also students, right? And they can take breaks as they want it looks like. Okay,
1: Good. The next one is also All You, another sports show.
0: Wait, so you never came back to watching Iwakakeru?
1: No. It it seemed like everything I would hate. Like, that one girl was taking sports way too seriously.
0: Mm, But they're already in high school, so I would have figured that you'd be okay with that because, you know, they are passionate about it. They've gotten to this age. A lot of them um, started, actually, when they were younger, so this is a hobby that they've had for quite a while.
1: Yeah, I don't know. I I think the the title gave me false hope. I thought they would, like, go climb mountains or something. But they make climbing a competition. And then they... It it seemed like from the first episode, they were going to spend all the time entering tournaments and... Improving themselves. I mean, I'm not going to lie. Stuff. A good
0: portion of the episodes were them at tournaments, but like they did do outdoor climbing. They showed how that there's like different spaces for it and how there's like a different attitude behind the like climbing on your own for your own self worth and your own like challenging yourself versus competing against other people, which despite what you say, I think does have merit and is enjoyable mm-hmm. in its own way. Cause you know, sometimes having a rival pushes you to greater heights. And then you are even more satisfied with what you've accomplished and how much stronger you've become. Right. And I don't think they take too long because you were saying that that's a complaint that you have for a lot of other sports shows where they'll spend episodes upon episodes on one match. They mm-hmm. move pretty quickly in this one. They go through, um, different days, different tournaments pretty quickly and right. they focus on different aspects of the climbing. Um, the one that they do at the end is one that culminates with like three types of climbing and they show like how it's hard to be strong in all of them. Um, while you may be good at bouldering, you're probably really weak at speed climbing, like the main character is, um, because she's fairly new to the sport and she's kind of slower because she sees things very analytically. She likes to take her time to look over the problem and think about like how best to tackle it. And you don't get to do that in speed climbing. So, and I thought like the interactions between the different athletes was really interesting, particularly the one that we both disliked at the start. If you remember June. The one who was very serious. Like yes. this is something that she tackles through the entire series, Draggle. So I think it would have been actually interesting to you if you had given it a chance that this is something that she really thinks about and struggles with all the way to the end.
1: Yeah. Uh, I watched uh, I already watched one sports show. So
0: your quota is filled. Even yeah, though exactly. I am disappointed in you.
1: <laughs> I, I'm trying to reduce my anime, right? You keep... you already saying, like, oh, I'm doing Yeah, but that's already
0: BS! You filled it with chairs. crap like a salt bouquet! <laughs>
1: <laughs> that's true. And worse Crap is coming up soon. But... Anyway, this season I'm watching another great sports show, Eurocamp, camp, which is my kind of sports show.
0: I'm obviously going to be there. So like, Eurocamp camp is... Fantastic. The first season was fantastic. But wait, let's stick to this season, okay? Okay. So, I've already gushed on about Ira Kakaru. I think it's great that it highlights the sport of, um, climbing, indoor climbing. It also shows the merits to outdoor climbing, but most of it is indoor climbing. And I'm really happy that it came, and I hope it encourages more people to do the sport. But, uh, we can move on to the next show, which is currently airing still, but it's Jujutsu Kaisen?
1: This is the one where Some kid, like, gets killed and then he eats a finger and becomes revived and gains super monster powers, but the monster wants to control him. Yeah, basically. I don't think he fully
0: dies. He was just, like, very much in a life-threatening situation. Yeah,
1: something like that. But anyway, then, um, I'm kind of thinking of dropping it now because it's also become, like, a tournament thing. Has it? He fights a different monster. They're about to enter the tournament fighting people from other schools.
0: It hasn't actually hit that arc yet, though. Like, they, they've hinted no, at it. But so I can you have... sense
1: it coming.
0: <laughs> See, again, this is your <laughs> My problem, tournament radar is tingling. Stop it. Stop it with the expectations. <laughs> like, you expect the worst, and then you fucking drop it before you actually give it a chance.
1: <sighs> yeah. And
0: then you watch other shit shows.
1: I should have done that with the Salt Lily of OK. You're right.
0: Are you saying that there's nothing else in the show that you think is interesting still? Like, that's enough to make you not want to watch the show?
1: No, there's interesting stuff. I don't know. It just it seems to be coming all about fighting.
0: Hmm. Well, I mean, if you don't like fighting at all, then this probably isn't the show for you.
1: Yeah, that that's what I'm thinking. Uh, but I think, like, as far as this show, this genre goes, it's pretty good.
0: I like the world that they've built.
1: Yeah, it's kind of like a darker Onmyoji thing.
0: Yeah. And I do like the individual characters. And so I feel like we focus so much on the main character, right? Mm -hmm. Itadori, that I want to see more of his former classmates who I'm excited to see him reunite with eventually, right? Because right now they think he's dead.
1: Oh, that's Jay. I forgot about that.
0: Yeah, I want to see that reunion. I would like to learn a little bit more about their upperclassmen, right? Because... They're there, they've been shown, they're probably going to help out with the tournament, but we don't really know much about them yet.
1: Now that I think about it, their teacher is kind of a jerk for not telling them.
0: Yeah. I mean, yeah, <laughs> I, I'm curious about his reason for it, or if he's just really trying to protect Itadori until the tournament happens, so that he can sort of cement in how valuable Itadori is so that there's not like this clamoring to kill him. Hmm. But I feel like it might have like the opposite consequence. Like they'll see him as a threat because of how strong he is. But maybe the tournament is going to show like how well he can control his powers despite yeah. having like Sakuna inside of him.
1: So we'll see. Um, should be good. And, yeah. Yeah. I like the teacher. He's pretty interesting.
0: He's shown to be very, very powerful. Although I'm certain at some point he's going to like become mortally wounded or something to show his weakness. Right?
1: That's sure. He'll probably be the first one they kill off.
0: But I'm still enjoying this show, so I'm going to keep with it. And I assume you're going to hopefully keep with it until you just can't stand the tournaments anymore?
1: Yeah, we'll see how the tournament goes. <laughs> yeah, but the reason I've been uh, dropping all these fortures is because I have to watch the truly quality anime, such as Mohouka Season 3.
0: I was going to watch this, and then I just I just couldn't make myself watched past the first episode so it's still on the back burner go ahead Whoa, Draggle. Why,
1: why were you gonna watch this <laughs>
0: <laughs> because i watched the previous season so i thought like, hey i should finish it and watch this season it's an obligation thing really
1: oh my gosh just because you tortured yourself before it doesn't mean you I have didn't to torture myself before
0: yourself. i honestly thought some of the school stuff was kind of fun but then like there are obviously darker undertones to this show like we've talked about
1: yeah Oh, uh, this one, I honestly don't regret. I really enjoy watching Mahoka because (laughs) it's so, so awful. And I I just love that. It's totally shameless. Anyway, in this season, what were they, what were the highlights? Um, oh yeah, the main enemy of this season is humanists. Every time something bad happens, they always ask, is it the humanists? Oh, are people, humanists humanists, yeah, people uh, who like believe that humans should be treated with dignity.
0: Oh, how dare they?
1: How dare they? <laughs> <laughs> yeah the the humanists think that magicians aren't superior to normal humans.
0: Well, isn't the belief though, if I recall from the first episode, it's not so much that they're humanists and that they want equality for humans and magicians. It's more that they think that magicians are are uh, being attacked, right? Or am I misremembering?
1: Um, the humanists think magicians are being attacked?
0: Well, they, they think that the magicians are, I must be misremembering.
1: No, I think you're thinking of like Tatsuya and his friends. They, they think they're like being oppressed because they're magicians and the magicians are superior. So yeah, there, there's a really funny scene where like all the magicians, the ones who rule Japan, they're like literally the families that run the country by by birth they're like sitting at the top of the newly built tallest building like drinking champagne together and they're all complaining about how oppressed they are as magicians (laughs) it really seems to like lack awareness
0: right yeah (laughs) (laughs) holy crap
1: it was great
0: well wait draggle don't you understand that being filthy rich is such a lonely and such a targeted position to be in. They are victims, don't you see?
1: Yeah, he is so lonely that he has to marry his sister.
0: Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, is this done? Is it finished or is it ongoing?
1: The season finished. I, maybe there'll be a new one. I don't know. I don't think one has been announced yet.
0: Oh, okay. But did it wrap up in a decent spot or does it feel like it was just sort of dropped?
1: Uh, it, it just kind of dropped in the middle. I, th- I think this is, like, based on late novels that go on forever. Okay. Oh, the other funny part was there were Americans in this one. It, it was an American spy.
0: Were and, Americans uh, also... Oh, wait, I do remember the Americans, the girl that goes to that school, right?
1: Yeah, she she went to school, like, wearing a red, white, and blue cape. Yeah. And she, she was a very subtle spy. And, of course, Tatsuya defeated her in, like, ten seconds.
0: Did she convert over to being one of their friends?
1: No, but I think she will in a future season.
0: Oh, okay. Exciting. Yes. Yes.
1: Tatsuya makes her horny.
0: Of course he does, because he of makes course. all the other girls horny. Yes. But he has only eyes for his sister.
1: Yes. True yes. love. <laughs> anyway, let's move on to another show I didn't watch, but which I'm sure is much better.
0: Yeah, I encourage you to watch this and you never did, but I do think nah, that you know. would have found it interesting given his view of like how corrupt society is. This is Moriarty the Patriot is what we're talking about. And we have so many shows out there and all types of mediums that focus on Sherlock, right? Mm-hmm. Sherlock Holmes. And a lot of them reference Moriarty as his greatest rival because he was a villain who equaled him in intelligence, right? He used crime as a way to settle injustices where Sherlock Holmes was trying to use, like, law to settle things. And this is one of the few shows that I've seen that focuses from Moriarty's point of view, Mm
1: -hmm.
0: which is what I found interesting, was, like, seeing how he used, like, people and circumstances outside of the law to fix issues that otherwise likely would have been overlooked or swept away or, you know, with how slow things can be with courts and, like, actually putting people away who should be put away and well he just kills them which you might have an opinion about right
1: (laughs) that's not very nice
0: no 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 but they make an interesting case for it depending on who they are like they're usually shown to be like very very corrupt people and he focuses specifically on upper class uh, members of society the ones who almost always get away with what they do Hmm. like they're usually shown to be murderers themselves which it's hard to feel sympathy for murderers right yeah and just like really, really twisted people are are the ones that he deals with, but the show was really cool to see how he became the way he is, like why he has that worldview, and then his supporters, like how he like forms the people who help him out and what he does, and then eventually gets to the point to where he does meet Sherlock. And then we have like a couple of episodes near the end of the season from Sherlock's point of view and like how fascinated he is with Moriarty without realizing that Moriarty is like the grand schemer for Mm -hmm. some of the cases that he's been working on recently that he's so Mm -hmm. proud of for solving, but then he realizes that. There's something missing, right? Someone orchestrated this. Right. But the show ended basically sort of at the best part when it was getting really good. Although I guess you could argue mm. that because I, I really enjoyed getting to know Moriarty. I just really mm. wanted to see him go head to head with Sherlock. But that's where the show ends. And there is already a sequel announced. So, mm. I mean, you can have the option of continuing with it. I don't know when it's going to be released, but I'm for sure going to watch it when it comes out.
1: Yeah, maybe I should pick up Find the one. It does sound interesting. We'll continue our discussion of the fall 2020 season next week in part two.
0: Tune in again to the Kaiseki Anime Podcast two weeks from now. Please feel free to send us questions or comments on Twitter with hashtag KaisekiAnimePodcast or on our individual accounts at draggle underscore coon and at anime Listen
1: and review us on our full podcast so we can continue to grow and improve. You can also find us on Google Play and Spotify.
0: Thanks for listening. See you next time.